Hello, friends, and welcome to Bonus Pod. Bonus Pod. Out of nowhere. It's Friday. You didn't know a podcast was coming today, but I have no idea how this is going to go. And Emily has no idea how this is going to go. But this is what we're going to do on this podcast sometimes, guys. We're going to throw spaghetti against the wall and see if it sticks. So quick backstory on this. We were having one of our meetings earlier this week, and this idea came up, and I'm like, we, we got to try that. We got to try that, and there's one person that we can turn to to help us out with that, and that is Emily Liker, who is back with us here for a little fun bonus pod. And here is the experiment we are going to try today. So the question was posed to me by our fearless leader, Nate Mink. What if Syracuse football had to do a 53-man roster, like an NFL team? It's It's been happening this week, right? NFL, And this is different this year, Emily, because NFL teams went from 90 to 53. There wasn't mm-hmm. that in-between thing. Yeah. So let me make this abundantly clear at the beginning. This is fun. It's an experiment. We're not cutting anybody from the team, anything like that. But if Dino Babers had to produce a 53-man roster on game day like an NFL team, what would that look like? Which is pretty similar. We pointed this out when we were kind of talking through the idea the other day to like travel rosters because Mm -hmm. you can't bring everyone that you have rostered on your team to a road college football game usually it's around 65 so it is still a little bit more than a 53 man roster but similar similar yeah pretty simple so we're gonna give it a shot here right (laughs) i think it'll be interesting to see what positions of value you would take and where you have to put some priorities and and putting this together (laughs) we're both smiling like let's see how this turns out because it was an interesting experiment to get ready for so let's see how it pans out with you guys uh, checking it out here. We'd love to hear your feedback on it. Of course, the voicemail line is 315-552-1964. I'll put it up there on uh, the screen if you're watching on YouTube for a little bit here. And uh, at the bottom of your screen on YouTube, that's how you can get in touch with us to give us some feedback here on the show. We'll leave that up for a minute so you guys can check it out. All right, without further ado, Emily, let's start. Uh, let's just go right down the line here. How many quarterbacks are you keeping? I, I'm only taking two. Ooh. Okay. I have a little hack later, but I'm only taking two. At I love that tease. I love that. I can't wait to hear what that is. And it's, it's Schrader and, and Carlos Del Rio Wilson. Okay. I mean, Syracuse's quarterback room isn't deep right now. Anyway, I, I'm leaving out Davis. Who's a transfer who didn't get here until the fall. So we just haven't seen a ton out of him yet. And then Luke McPhail, who's not on scholarship, kind of already a practice squad type guy. So I, it just felt like if there was a, Position to take the least at, it felt like quarterback for me. I went with three. I've just seen quarterbacks go down. I I got spooked watching the NFL playoffs and (laughs) the San Francisco 49ers are like, hey, you in in section 10, can you play quarterback? Like, and they changed the rules in the NFL to have a third quarterback available these days. The value of the backup quarterback here, I've been pretty adamant about that. You know, uh, since 2012, Ryan Nassib's the only quarterback that went straight through without an injury, without a coach's decision. And I think as we go through here and we go through this experiment, I don't put as much priority on a couple other positions. And I think there's room. Okay, uh, There's more room than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of my hint yep. of like, oh, that, yeah, that was a my theme. surprise. That's, that's a, a, theme. a theme that you're going to develop here. So I went with three Schrader. Uh, Carlos and um, I like Braden Davis. I like what I saw from him in camp. He just he hasn't been here that long, yeah. right? Just just needs the reps. Okay, running backs. Emily, I only kept three. 
I only kept three as well. I almost only kept two. And then when I realized that I had some room to spare, I added a third one. Just in case. Uh, we'll see how the position is used, particularly in the passing game. So, of course, LeQuint, I went with Juwan Price. And after that, like, pick a guy because they're all freshmen or yeah. unknowns. I went with Ike Daniels, but it could be anybody. That's that's who I went with, too. Okay. Ike was who we saw kind of the most of, I would say, when it mattered in fall camp. Um, and I think part of, part of my thought process, too, was, like, when you make a 53-man roster for the NFL, like you you have some rookies on there. You include mm-hmm. some guys that are gonna mm-hmm. come up. It's not just all experienced players who have been in the league. So I was like, we need some, we need some freshmen, we need some younger guys on this team for when the older guys go. So I thought Ike was a, a good addition here. Okay. So we're in line there. Wide receiver, how many you got? So I originally was like, I am not gonna take more than five. I don't need more than five. I took six in the end. Okay. And it's kind of who you would expect. It's Alfred. It's Jones. It's Trevor Pena, Mari Hatcher, uh, Donovan Brown, who are all on the two deep this week. That's literally the entire two deep this week, I believe, for week one. And then similar to what I said with Daniels, I wanted to throw in like a younger guy. And I went with Daryl Gill Jr., who is one of the freshmen. We heard a, a bit about him, saw some good receptions from him. It probably could have gone to anyone, but he's just the one I, I let. And look, toward. we brought it up. The Colgate game's coming up. If things go according to plan, we're going to see a lot of these yeah. names that we're leaving out that may, if we do this again down the road, may find their way in. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I went with six. We had the same six. Alford, Hatcher, Brown, Jones, Pena, Adams. And by the way, we're, we know Pena's hurt. Yeah. So we're, we're not taking injuries into account here. This would just be like looking at the roster. Who would you take at this point? I still would take Pena this week based on, on what we know, because he still could play. Mm -hmm. This was also Emily. I I thought I only needed five, and then I went through it, and I'm like, oh, I got I got room for a couple other guys here. And knowing what we think Jason Beck's going to do, like, why not throw another receiver out there? And speaking of hacks, like, I've got Gatson wherever I want, yeah. but <laughs> I could technically list him in the next position we're going to go over. That was the thing. Was like yeah. you have Gatson elsewhere. Adams I didn't put on because Adams is in my my specialist screw. Mm. Um, because he's taking the lead on on kick return and punt return this week with Pena out. So I was like, there's like wide receiver is a position where you can sneak other guys yeah. in there if you need them. So for sure. Yeah. All right. To my favorite position, the tight end. I went with four. Gadsden is technically a tight end, so yeah. that's where I can stop him. I went with our guy Max Mang, David Clement, and Dan Villari because I looked at it and typically you'd probably only take two or three, but I, a, I had room and B I'm like, who's going to block. Mm-hmm. I just need, I need the grunt out there. I'm not sure what Clement can do in that department and how much he'll play. I'm not sure what Valari can do in that department. I know Max Mang is kind of their guy there. And he, look, he had some struggles in that department last year, but I'm not putting Gatson out there to block. So at least I have a variety of guys that I can mix in. If I want to go two tight ends for blocking, if I want, you know, to throw some, formations at the other team that are like what in the world is that why not four tight ends i got room so i took three tight ends proper and this is where my hack comes in because i added what i called a tool position to my to my roster um so for tight end proper i put gadsden i put mang you got your receiving tight end you got your blocking tight end and then clement is my third tight end proper bigger guy when i talked to his cba high school coach 
He said that he hadn't been involved in the receiving game in high school. He was very much a blocking tight end, but we know now from watching fall camp, they are having him catch some stuff too. So I was like, he might be a better in between than Valari is just because he's, he's bigger than Valari and he's, he's done the blocking side more, which I think is the harder side to pick up. But this is where my, this is where my tool player comes in. I have Dan Valari as my tool player because he can hop in it tight end. He can hop in at wide receiver, which I believe they like switched him to originally before making him a tight end. And if all hell broke loose, he could play quarterback. That's a great point. <laughs> so That's a great point. Why waste a roster spot on another quarterback when my tool player can play three That's of them? That's a great point. That, you know, because he can be the emergency QB. Right. He's just like you said, God forbid, Trader and Del Rio Wilson go down. You have a guy that can do it. And the guy that I have third, like, what's the difference between him and Dan Valari? I don't know. Right I don't now. know. Valari hasn't been working at keeping that as far as we know. I don't yeah. know how, if they're just giving him a few reps just to keep him fresh for this scenario we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. That's a great hack, though. That's a great hack. Hack the system. There you go, man. We know the rules, so we learn how to break them, right? Okay, to the offensive line we go. Now, I think this is where it got very interesting. For it fell apart for me. I went 10. <clears throat> Excuse me. I went 10. Okay. Cruz, Cruz, Bleich, Ellis, Reed, Moore, Eloa, Willabaugh, Petri, Bradford. Now, so you just went the depth chart. I just went depth chart <laughs> because I look, have we seen a rash of guys getting hurt in one game in particular? Probably not. It's been more of a collective thing. But if there's one position you just cannot mess around with, on this team in particular and in the sport, it's offensive lines. I just want to feel good. I got 10 dudes. I got my whole depth chart out there. Stuff happens. This is an offensive line in transition as it is with three new starters and particularly that right side of the offensive line that's getting a lot of work in there. I just, I had to feel good about that. But how good do I feel about the depth once we get past that six or seven that Dino's trying to find? I'm still wondering about that. Yeah, I, I came into the experiment before I started writing things down and I was like, I'm going to stack the O-line because you need to make sure you have people in there. And then I started doing it and I was like, um, I don't know how I would get more than 10 or 11 guys out of who is on this roster that like I would 100% trust to go in in a Power 5 football game. Uh, I ended up with 11. I also had all but one of the depth chart guys. I left Mark petri out of mine um that was kind of impulse at first he wasn't the only one on the depth chart i left out but then i just went with it instead um instead of petri and then with my additional spot i added Jaden bass Mm -hmm. who's a a freshman again it's the the gm mindset of i need to keep a rookie have someone on have someone that can be uh a big guy down the line and then i took juco lysander moello as well who is people might recall the the o-lineman that robert and i visited like 24 hours before oh wow well we gotta add something to his resume besides that which he's like flown under the radar a little bit i feel like in fall camp but he's a big body and i i just feel like that's a a good thing to have in your depth at o-line so those are those are my two in addition to the ones you already said good list that was uh that was probably the most eyebrow raising what am i going to do here yeah type of thing on the offense let's flip over the defense and see where this goes okay 
what is uh, how many and who was on your defensive line? Let's start there. So I took I ended up taking nine defensive linemen, so essentially like a three deep. Um, Okachukwu, Darden, Lockett, Jobody, Fuentes Cundiff, Jaquez, Knowlton Jr., uh, Jaleel Smith, who's a freshman, and then Rashard Perry, who's a freshman. Mm-hmm. And I think Perry's another uh, another bit of a sneak here because we did see him running some kind of trick play offensive Ooh. stuff. Okay. In fall another camp. hack. Is that another um, hack player right there? I, I, yeah, I would say it's another <laughs> hack. So, like, if they needed maybe a fullback or someone like a rhino to go in, I think that's the guy they're looking at. By the way, quick, quick point. Yeah, we don't, neither one of us. We could have established a fullback. I just didn't. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> we had Rhino 100%. Yeah, would have been on but, there. Yeah. But so this was my my hack to that. It's like I wasn't going to name a fullback because obviously they didn't do that on their depth chart. And I don't know how often he would get used. But by keeping him in the D-line room, which I think he is a prospect in there for later, he also can potentially do that. We have a little bit of a change here. I went with six. Ooh, okay. I went with Caleb, Lockett, Jovity, Darton, Fuentes Cundiff, and Dennis Jacquez who had, I think, one of the more interesting lines. And if you listen to our 23 and 23 podcast, which is up now, uh, what he said about Rocky Long's defense, like, I'm not going to lie, I put a chill down my spine. I was like, okay, there's there's somebody saying something about this defense. So I, I, I and they were saying before he came out to talk to Assembly, like, here's a guy in camp that's been making some waves. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like in the 3-3-5, I, I got more people back here and I've got a, healthy enough defensive line i feel like i only need six yeah that's true as deep as the linebacker position is as we'll get to in a second here i could be dead wrong on this but i just the more i went through this the more i'm like i feel like i'm good with six here i just always worry about the depth of lines i think Mm -hmm. on both sides of the ball just because like it's where the trenches. Football coaches talk about it. It's the trenches. That's it's right. where everything starts. So. so maybe I loaded the linebackers a little too much here. I went with seven. Marlowe, Wax, uh, Sparrow, Derek McDonald's, uh, Thompson, who's a little banged up right now, as we know, Lowry, Bailey, and Rune. That's my exact because seven as well. Is that your seven? Yep. Okay, because I feel like I can pass rush with a few of those guys. I can pass cover with a few of those guys. Mm-hmm. So I've got a little more room to work with there. That's so that's your seven. Too. Yeah, I almost went six, but again, like I, Rune was my last addition. All seven of these guys, like I would feel confident being on the field and going up against the best the ACC has to offer. Okay, so the next category, I, I combined corners and safeties, mm-hmm. right? So this is uh, the secondary category here. I've got ten. Oh wow! Yeah, I went heavy <laughs> here. Johnson, Wilson, Bellamy. Uh, Delane, I believe is how you say the freshman's name, Clark, Gould, Simmons, Greenwood, and Barron. Those are my 10 because I feel like I've got some strong corners there and, and Wilson and Johnson, but I've got some guys that can mix in a corner if I need. You got to have Barron out there. Uh, Greenwood started eight games last year. It's kind of one of those guys you, you know, maybe some people forgot about. Gould, everything you hear is he's going to play. He's on the depth chart. He's one of those new guys. I know that cornerback is a concern, and maybe this is just my brain is in preseason mode, but there might be more talent there than maybe we're giving this unit credit, and I just feel like there's there's a lot they can do there, not to mention not initially, but if I can establish a strong presence here, Emily, like you're seeing Drake May, you're seeing Jordan Mm -hmm. Travis, you're seeing some really good quarterbacks this year, I, I want a strong secondary. Yeah, so I went with just seven, um, which is only 
two more than that's only two bench players, which may be risky of me. Um, but like my thought process is like all, all DBs I feel like can play any secondary position. Like Mm -hmm. Justin Barron could play corner if Syracuse needed him to, or Elijah Clark could play corner or like Isaiah Johnson could probably play a safety position. Like, I just feel like what Syracuse is doing with the O line, like in a hypothetical, they could be doing with the secondary where it's just the top five to seven guys and you rotate them around. Um, So I had Isaiah Johnson, Justin Barron, Elijah Clark, Jason Simmons, Jeremiah Wilson, uh, Jaden Gould, and Jaden Bellamy. So I left off Greenwood and I left off Greg Delane, who are um, on the depth chart. But it was just just what I had to do for allowing room at other positions and for my Dan Valari hack. So. There you go. I might have a hack uh, coming up here I, I, when we get this uh, special teams uh, specialists, hashtag special teams matter. Here are my four. I want four. Okay. Brady Denenberg, Jack Stonehouse. Don't forget about the long snapper kids, Tom Callahan. And I put Max Von Marburg on my roster and he's kind of the last one in. I have full confidence from everything I've seen and heard that Jack Stonehouse is going to take this job and run with it. And I don't think there's going to be an issue there, but we saw what happened last year. So (laughs) I just, if I've got room on my roster and I do look, can Brady punt? Probably. (laughs) But punting is important. Flipping the field and field position is important. So this would be like, or uh, Max in this case, like he's the guy like hanging on the thread that I might bump to the practice squad or something if Jack works out like I think I do. But I got to feel good about that just based on what I saw last year. (laughs) And here's my hack, by the way. I didn't designate any kick returners because I've got Adams as a receiver. And he seems, and of course, Pena, if he's healthy. So. I don't think I've got to designate those guys. Yeah. So I also had four specialists But before we get into my list. This is on topic, but off topic. Did you see that the Eagles dropped their punter yesterday no. and had no roster? I don't know if they still do or will still by the time this is out, but they dropped their punter. And I was like, well, who are they going to pick? Like, but right. also like, probably you could find someone on a fo- regular football roster that can punt. That's not to slight punters, no. but like, Hunters are people too, but Hunters you gotta have too. one. We so. know Syracuse. Look, Rob Long, and yeah, but it's the Eagles. It is the Eagles. Like, I don't know, maybe they don't need one. Nick Sirianni is just always having having Jalen Hurts go for it. I kind of now want to see the Eagles go into week one without a punter on the roster. Uh, me too. Just anyway, to see what happens? But this is punter <laughs> you, baby. Riley Dixon and and the crew. Nolan Cooney just got the the gig with the Arizona Cardinals. Oh. So, Billy, there are punters out there, okay, just so you know. But now now that has to happen. Now we have to see them go without a punter. That's fantastic. (laughs) Holy cow. My four specialists were Denneberg, Stonehouse, Callahan. You needed those three. Um, And then this is where I put Demarcus Adams, though he could also play wide receiver. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I basically just approached this like, who do you absolutely need? Because no one else would be able to do it. Because like, hold, Justin Barron's the holder. He's already on my roster because he's in the secondary. Like, I didn't need to also list another holder and waste a, a roster spot. So, and you don't have to designate a lot of the the gunners and, and people that are out there. But oh, why yeah. why did LaQuinn Allen get number one according to Dino Babers? He switched numbers this year because of his work on special teams. Yep. Like special teams is the way to a coach's heart. Special teams matters, you guys. 110%. 
my love between special teams and the tight end. It's it it is pretty <laughs> competing even. interests. That is our fifty-three man roster. What do you think? I think the spaghetti stuck to the wall. It kind of I, that was yeah, kind of fun. It worked. It was fun. It worked. Yeah. Right. Maybe we'll revisit it. Obviously, injuries are going to happen, and got to make some adjustments. And mm-hmm. you know why not? Bonus pod coming out of nowhere. We'll see what happens down the road. But hey, it's football season. Let's put in a plug. Emily, Chris Carlson, and I. We're going to be all over it on game days. Uh, speaking of, of bonus podcasts, we are going to be doing a post-game show. Live in studio. Not live. Not but... live. Not live. Maybe, <laughs> in studio. Maybe we'll throw you off kilter one night and do it live. But <laughs> Emily and I, after every Syracuse game, there might be a game or two. Emily can't join me if she's on the road and things are crazy. But uh, we are going to do a post-game podcast. It'll be sitting there waiting for you Sunday morning, maybe even a little earlier if the game's earlier in the day. Like, we'll just mm-hmm. crank it out there when it's ready. But get ready for a Syracuse football post-game show. We're going to do that throughout the season. Of course, our coverage on Syracuse.com. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on the 53-man roster. 315-552-1964 is the voicemail or you know how to get in touch with Emily and I otherwise. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us here on this special bonus pod, the Syracuse Football 53-man roster. You guys have a great weekend and happy football.